When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, I've been doing this all day. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. We're in Riyadh. Yeah. It ain't going to snow. That's why I'm <laughs> singing it. Well, look, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. And that piano's yeah, no, just started. Yeah. It's fine. It's not too bad. Look, I've got to do the introduction, but we're going to leave that in because, you know, you put your heart into that, Gareth. Thought Matt Lenehan, Boxing Social, in association with Forged Irish Stout, Empire Fight Store, FreeBets.com. We're here. Big, big fight week. Um, it's been one everyone's been looking forward to for a while, Gareth. Talk to me. How excited are you to be here for game for another historic night in, in, in the Kingdom of Saudi? You can't fail to be stoked or excited by this. It's the, arguably could be the biggest card that we'll ever cover. Um, February the 17th, the Fury and Usyk may be even bigger. They probably will pull out all the stops. But when you've got 10 of the top 15 ranked heavyweights in the world on one card, and Jaya Pattaya, um, and Ellis Zorro being given a massive opportunity, and Lyndon Arthur, and Dimitri Bivol, I mean, we're talking, it's enormous. You've got Agit Kibkabayel having a wander past us over there. Um, um, just been in the dinner hall. There's Arslan Bet Mahmudov. Gerald Miller was over here just now. Flip Hergovic is just through there. I mean, um, Luis de Cubas, Robert, Dur- Robert Berto Duran's old um, promoter, who I haven't seen for about 20 years. Um... It's just amazing. I mean, like, every, you know, the whole... It's like a big Las Vegas casino with everybody in it at the moment. And I really have a feeling that... People might not agree with this, but this is the new Las Vegas-type destination for the biggest heavyweight fight nights, as it used to be there in the kind of 80s and 90s. I don't think that's a very outlandish thing to say. What I would say is anyone who's been here, if you go near Boulevard World... Um, if you go anywhere in this vicinity, it is nothing short of spectacular. I was sitting having dinner last night and I was just like, wow. Yeah. But in terms of the fight week, I think the big talking points, we spoke a couple of days before coming out here, so I won't try and revisit the same stuff, but I think the big talking point from yesterday was fighters' demeanours. Deontay Wilder, very relaxed, eloquently spoken, calm, seems in a good place. Joseph Parker, by the way, the same, firing on all cylinders, the best he's ever felt. Anthony Joshua come through. Short one-word answer, seemed perturbed, seemed annoyed, maybe a talk of what could come after, what we hear is maybe done um, very short, there's a lot made of his interaction with Dev Sani on air what have you made of it from what you've seen from your point? What Dev Sani on uh, Anthony Joshua's demeanour press conference? Yesterday at the grand arrival how he oh. carried... Well look they've got a little back and forth, so we saw it at the press conference back in London, the Dev Sani Anthony Joshua thing you can write off 
they're rival promotional teams and there's a little bit of zing in the air there um, he's got a job to do he's got a very tough fight uh, he's in a different promotional um, milieu than he's normally used to he's the favourite but a guest fighter in a weird way he's on someone else's card it's a Queensbury event um, he's being asked to sign for life changing money but a career changing fight potentially against Deontay Wilder if that's signed we're hearing they're trying to force that over the line I'm not sure whether it's signed or not um, it's a fight we all want to see but he might fight for the IBF title next year against Flip Hergovic if that becomes vacant after Fury and Usyk fight. There's a lot of irons in the fire. Um, Demeanour, I like an angry Joshua in fight week. I don't like him too relaxed. I think it's a good sign. Um, I know he's in good hands with Ben Davison. Um, the little chats I've had with Ben Davison have assured me that it's been a very, very good camp they've had together. That Joshua's very switched on. He's very serious about this um, period of his career, which is the final period, maybe the last three or four fights. He is very wealthy. He's only proving things to himself now. It doesn't matter what we think, even though it does matter in a weird way around the narrative. Um, I think he feels over-criticised. I was just about to say, do you feel like with the things that he reads about being himself and all this stuff and from years you think he's almost got caught like the first part of his career when he was obviously steamrolling through everyone um, he got a lot of I suppose oh he's a very nice guy and um, then other people like ah oh, he's, he's media trained this that and the other and then now when he starts being like look yeah whatever people are like oh he's, he's he seems a bit that I think he's almost been caught between how to maybe project himself to the media from time to time you know that's played a little bit on his mind I don't think he has to be a certain way I just don't think he gives a shit and he doesn't need to. Um, he doesn't give his time a lot. I've always said this. I've moaned about this for years. I want more interviews with Anthony Joshua. He's a fascinating character. Never failed to walk in. Some people go, oh, God, that was boring. No, I find him fascinating. Always have done. Always will do. He's a good guy. He's a, he's a bad guy trying to be good. There's a bad guy in there. Um, there's a guy that's maybe a little bit frustrated with himself. That he's not two levels above what he is technically but he's working on that he's become a different fighter he wants to be a more technical fighter he's not that reckless kind of wrecking ball machine that used to thresh through people and weirdly and one of the reasons why he might be very intensely focused this week is he's got to show a little bit of that against Otto Wallin to be dominant and take control he doesn't want to get an offensive match in my view with Otto Wallin He's got all the physical attributes and advantages to look spectacular. And if he looks spectacular, he can steal the show. For Otto Wallen coming into this, he's been more vocal than he's ever been. He's even said things like, look, you can say what you want about Ben Davison. Last time I was against Ben Davison, he got fired the fight after the fight. What do you make of that? You think Otto's going hell for leathery and saying, look, this is my big chance. I'm going to say, do whatever I have to try A, get in his head and maybe affect his performance. Otto Wallen's got nothing to lose. Um, he is saying all the right things. Joshua's here uh, not to lose rather than to win. That's how he goes about his business now. He's latched onto the rematch clause for Anthony Joshua as their team being scared of him losing. Um, 
he sees them both as different fighters to what they were when they fought in the amateurs in which Joshua won both of those once in Sweden and once in Haringey um, at the Ali Pali I think it was that night um, no he's saying all the right things and he knows this is a a win-win for him in every way unless he gets knocked out in the first couple of rounds so it's a huge opportunity it's so much for so many of these fighters this is a huge shot window for them to showcase how good they are at heavyweight as I said life changes these they're getting one of the reasons why I imagine they're happy as well is they've all had a Christmas bonus they're all getting paid very well and there's an opportunity if you perform here to be on the next card or the next card in Saudi Arabia and they are serious about it they are they are the people shaping His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh and his team, the GEA, the Saudi Arabians, are reshaping the texture and the context of the heavyweight division right now. The end of this era. They're going to see the end of this era through, there's no doubt about it. They're going to see the first undisputed title fight in the heavyweight division for 25 years. His Excellency and his team, His Excellency, this country has made that possible like Vegas used to do with the vast casino site fees that they used to pay. So, why wouldn't you be happy when you're coming to get a, a big showcase, biggest card, almost the biggest card ever put together, um, biggest event I've ever been involved in. I mean, Battle of the Bag- Baddest felt huge. That was mega, wasn't it? This even feels bigger, and, and I, I missed the, the red carpet arrivals yesterday, I was just getting in. Um, but, you know, from seeing the picture of the pyramids and, come, and walking through Greece and the pirate ships and all these things, they looked a bit stunned by it, some of the fighters. They, I, think they, I think they walked in on the, car, the carpet. I think uh, Deontay Wilder was told to look at the sphere going around with his face. So he just goes, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and, it was like, and to get these guys who have been there at the highest level going, wow, yeah. it says a lot. Well, I do remember the gala dinner when the stars upon stars upon stars and Battle of the Baddest we're all um, can I just pause for one sec yeah, Matt do I need a pass from you where over there okay sorry um, um, at the gala dinner um, a battle of the baddest um, when the stars were taking pictures with stars and were starstruck from your Ronaldo to Ronaldinho to Conor McGregor's Manny Pacquiao's you know all these guys Mike Tyson if Holyfield Lewis Fury and Usyk Nganu, Nazim Hamid, Barrera, Morales, all these guys, you know, like, Stunning. it was incredible. That was very big. But I think we've got an element of that this week. So, yeah. Looking at the other fights on the card, I spoke to Andy Lee yesterday. The um, great Andy Lee. Yeah, and he is, and he is going to be, but more than confident. He even referenced Joseph Parker's other fights where he's gone in and said what fights he weren't keen on for instance for instance the Joe Joyce fight but he's 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 saying look Joseph Parker is here to basically change the course of what we think is going to happen after and speaking to Joe Parker he seems in the best place he can be do you think we see an upset on this card maybe not in that fight but in up and down the card do you think all goes to plan or do you think we'll see something shocking Parker's capable of upsetting Deontay Wilder and I wouldn't even call it it's not even upset. It's, it, it, he will have had a calculated and clever game plan, and that's how he will have beaten Deontay Wilder. Wilder's 38, 39 next year, you know. One round in 26 months. The, the one round against Robert Hellenius last year. He took a pounding from Tyson Fury in that fight as well, uh, in the trilogy fight. You don't know how he's... A, he doesn't look like it to me, by the way. He looks, 
he looks like the star of the show, walking around like he's the star of the show. He's ready to go, doesn't he? Always does. Huge fan of Deontay, like I'm of Anthony. I love to see them fight each other. Don't write Parker off. If there's one fight I see an upset in, I may be proved wrong on this, but I've stuck my neck on the block from the beginning. I do see Gerald Miller being a handful for Daniel Dubois if that goes beyond five rounds. Is, um, is Gerald the underdog going into that fight? I've not checked the odds for it, but is he classed as the, the underdog against you know, Dubois? I think Daniel Dubois is a marginal favourite, yeah. Um, but I, I just think that Gerald Miller, been around a long time, knows his way around the game, but it's a massive opportunity for, du- people, for Dubois to prove people wrong as well. But I think if there's an upset, it's that one. Um, like to see Alice Zorro let his hands go against Jaya Pattaya. I think that's going to be really thrilling, by the way. I don't really see an upset. Um, if there's an upset, could be another upset, could be um, Agit Kabayel. Yeah, against Makhmadov. Against Makhmadov, because Makhmadov's chin's not really been tested yet. I really rate Makhmadov, by the way. Arslan Bek Makhmadov. Giant. Scary character. <laughs> he is scary, but he's so scary, he lets his hands go, and, he's, and I think he's hittable. And Agit Kabayel looks in fantastic shape here. That's a 60-40 for me. So I'm really looking forward to that one as well. And Junior Farr against Frank Sanchez. Fun fight. It's a real, that's a great way of describing it, a fun fight. And I spoke to Junior Farr earlier today and he was saying what an opportunity this is for him to showcase his skills. He went 12 rounds of Parker the other day, didn't he? Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, he went the distance. Yeah, he I, think the distance. He, I mean, jo- yeah. Joseph won it easily, but again... He's a big old lump junior fast standing next to him. Very relaxed, you know, you just never know. He could pull a punch out of nowhere. I want to ask you, do you have interest if, say, this Wilder fight doesn't happen? And I say that because I hear it's close to being done, but, and this isn't me looking past a Parker or a Wallin, I'm only going off what's been circulated, what we all have to talk about. Joel Miller and Anthony Joshua got into a confrontation again. Now, Joel Miller, regardless of what's gone on in the past, no one can change that we're here so where anyone anyone thinks of him but him and Joshua would still be a huge fight do you want to see that fight yes 100% and I see his promoter Dimitri Salita just going past with four bags of food supermarket food um, um, yeah I do I do see that fight I think that chat they had here in the lobby a couple of days ago when that cleaning machine cleaning robot <laughs> with, to a separate. Bow tie, with a bow tie by the way tried to separate them and clearly succeeded. Um, that was fascinating. Um, it looks like they haven't got stupid beef with each other. It looks like they've got a physical beef they'd like to settle. I think we'd all love to see that fight. It'd be a war, wouldn't it? I think it would be a war. I think Joshua wants to put it on him. <laughs> I think he'd love to put it on him in the in the. Uh, what I liked was what I liked about Anthony in that discussion was he bothered to engage with Jarrell Miller and I found him so disarming in that chat and respectful to Jarrell Miller and he went up right up there in my estimation but for the way he did it I think as well he could Thank be you. he could be forgiven Cheers. and I said this to him yesterday and I was surprised at his response I said do you almost find it offensive that they've got a guy stood in front of you questioning you your resume who you've been fighting when he had an opportunity and it didn't happen for specific reasons so we're not going to go into it and he has almost like a nonchalant it's boxing this is what you know these guys do this this and this but then I think he was asked by TNT if that would ever happen and he goes nah never happen so I'm a bit like but there's something there isn't there it's brewing 
It's brewing, isn't it? If there was it? enough money on the table, he would see that as a great opportunity to put Gerald Miller right and put the record straight. So um, I don't know whether standing there and talking to him is a sign that he's not going to fight him in the, in the ring, but it's definitely a main event. It's definitely a main event. Well, look, Gareth, um, I've taken a lot of your time. I really yeah, appreciate it. I'm um, nice and relax here. Let's have our coffees. Absolutely. Well, look... We're going to be going for the bus shortly to this, um, what I've seen looks <laughs> unbelievable again. Um, you got any closing remarks? I'm sure we'll catch up later in the week. You got any closing remarks for us? Um, I think last year there's a lot of criticism of the heavyweight division and I think what people need to realise is they knew that the Saudi Arabians last year um, and going into this year there's always been a lot of talks behind the scenes um, about transforming boxing and I think this is the period we're in make the most of it make the most of these this group of heavyweights Joshua, Fury, Wilder, Usyk Gerald Miller they're not going to be around forever these guys a lot of them are in their early 30s already um, it's a great period there's so much talent if there wasn't this amount of talent in the division if there weren't all these fights we wanted to see they wouldn't be investing in tens of millions of pounds to make it happen it's good that the Saudi Arabians, His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh, and this team out here have chosen to bring our sport here to pay for it. It's a business. It's professional boxing for a reason. I know fans saying, yeah, but we want to come to big stadium fights in the UK. We'll have our time again. We will have our time. But right now, it's pleasing to see that all these people are under the same roof, under the same blingy rings. Have you, have you filmed them at all? Yeah, look at those look at these blingy giant light rings we're all here under the same roof the only two fighters that aren't staying here actually are Wilder and Joshua I'm st I stayed last time by the way in the in the residences where Joshua's staying Naganu was staying there and it's a great place it's only about 10 minutes away um, and Wilder's been here today anyway we have yeah. squad a few <laughs> times around here they've invested in the sport enjoy the cards have your, is it a Friday night, Saturday night, isn't it? Saturday night, the 23rd. Saturday. Enjoy your fight parties. Get all your mates around. Celebrate it, because it's a great time for the heavyweight division. Peace out. Gareth, appreciate your time. Sports Social Podcast Network.